Think about where you are right now with your retirement savings. What if you had just a little more? That would feel pretty good, right? When you look up the average retirement savings by age, you can see that there are so many people that just don't have enough for retirement. This current path that we are on is going to create individuals that are overwhelmed with life at the retirement age when they just don't have enough saved. This is only going to compound as we move further away from pension retirements and to more self-sustained retirement plans like IRAs and 401ks. The thing is, there is something that you and I can do about it to change this trajectory. In today's episode, I'm going to give you a way that you can build the future generation's retirement capabilities by starting with your own loved ones. Let's start creating millionaires today. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on The Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time that you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube, uh, like on Facebook to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. On Apple and Spotify, you get the option to leave a wonderful five-star review and a written comment to let more and more listeners know how much value you are getting out of this podcast. So let's get the sad part out of the way first. For all of you that are listening, you're going to hear me say it one time and one time only. Alabama is not in the college football playoff. If you've listened to this for any amount of time, you know I'm a huge Alabama fan and I'm here to say after this weekend, we saw a lot of underdogs pull out wins. I was hoping that Alabama would get a nice little bid into the college football playoffs. Well, that didn't happen. We now have Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. Um, we'll leave that there. And it should be an interesting college football playoff without Alabama. And we will digress and get on to the episode. <laughs> I can't I can't say that happy. It's, just, it's, it's very sad to, to even think about. Uh, that that pretty much I have one bowl game left. That I guess that's sad in and of itself that we have one bowl game left uh, for most teams, and for some teams you'll have you'll have two games left. Uh, but we're almost at the end of college football. What a sad time! I guess I'll I'll start picking up uh, college basketball more, and then we'll move into uh, baseball season again. Yeah, I guess we got a lot to look forward to. All right, on to the episode. Let me start with this because we're going to be talking a lot about retirements. Uh, first off, I'm not an, a financial advisor. Uh, everything you get here is going to be for educational purposes only. Please reach out to your personal financial advisor or your tax expert for anything uh, that has to do with your personal self uh, because they're going to give you information that is beneficial to you and your situation. Not two people's situations are identical exactly. So please reach out to them. This episode is for educational purposes only. So today's episode is super special to me. Uh, there is something that I wish I could tell every parent, every future parent, grandparent, and anyone responsible for a child's well-being. And it's this. Like, this is it. If this doesn't make you excited about, you know, this episode, I don't know what will, but this is a, a huge thing 
and, and there's something out there and, and you see it if you're watching this you already see it on the screen but this what i'm going to tell you is, is is a value of mine and it's something that i would preach over and over again to every single person that i run into but i have this value that i want to share the value is this my goal in life is to make my family and my children successful right like that's it like that's why i'm here i'm here to make my family and my children successful right how I do that, there's lots of people along the way that help you out. There's a lot of things that you do. But ultimately, that's a value of mine is that, that that's what I want to do. I want to make my family and my children successful. And success here, I'm defining as starting with more opportunity than I was given, right? And this can be thought of as a legacy. So if you see it on the screen, you see this whole thing, leaving a legacy. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how you can can start to push that along. Now, I'm not saying that that I didn't have an opportunity, that I wasn't afforded a great opportunity because I think my parents did an amazing job instilling great morals, beliefs and values into me and my sister, right? But my goal here is to is to now take everything that my parents did for me and continue to carry that torch, continue to try to progress, you know, this legacy, right? Like, like they, they, uh, you know, had me and my sister, they instilled great values, morals, beliefs into us. Now our job is to continue that and instill great values, morals, beliefs into future generations, right? Uh, if, if, whether this is your kids, this could be your nephews, this could be your nieces, this could be cousins, this could be whomever. It doesn't have to be kids directly. And that's the reason why I say like, this can be, this can be a, an episode for grandparents, parents, future parents, uncles aunts like whatever but that's a goal right like that's a goal and now my goal is to take that torch and continue pushing on because then i want my kids to do the same thing i want them to carry it a little bit further i want them to be you know providing their children a better opportunity so forth and so on keep that in mind now when you think about it what is the enabler of opportunity right like what's that enabler well you guessed it money Money. That's why we're talking about it here on the financial mirror. But when you have more money, it allows you to open more doors. Right. And it's not that those doors are brand new. It's not that those doors weren't there all along. But money, unfortunately or fortunately, they give you they they give you the ability. They afford you access to to enter a door that you may not have been able to enter before. Right. So what does all this mean? What does all of it mean? Well, simply put, I'm not special. Like I'm. You're, you're listening to this episode, but I'm not special. You have the same opportunity to be the one to start to carry the torch for your family, right? Like you have that opportunity the same way I have that opportunity. Maybe, maybe for you, you were the first college graduate in your family. Well, well, congratulations, right? Like that's a step into, in, into, you know, that legacy being created because now you can start to teach your children or, or your nieces or nephews or whomever, how they can do it. You did it. Your family, your, your parents weren't able to do it for, for whatever reason you were able to figure out a way to do it. Now you can teach and make it easier for the next generation. You see how this all works, right? So maybe you're a first, first homeowner for your, your family. Maybe you're the first person to earn six figure income. Maybe you're, the first person to have a million dollars. Like, I don't know what you're the first is for your family, but no matter what it is, if you're listening to this show, you already have that little fiber inside of you that you want to do more. And specifically today, we're going to be talking about finances. Okay. 
Today, I want to show you how you can make your child, grandchild, your your niece or nephew, a millionaire. Like I'm going to show you how to make them a millionaire. And you know, you may some people look at it like, well, well, you know, nobody made that for me. So, I, but that's that lose, that loses the point. And that's why I started with that value that I that I stand behind is that you were given something like you were you were provided something in your in your early upbringing in your childhood that's made you who you are today and now it's your time to, to start to make that that happen for for others right and so today we're going to focus on it we're going to make your child a millionaire this information is going to be helpful for you no matter if you have like i said if you have kids nieces nephews but if you'll do these simple steps you will be taking those necessary steps to provide a legacy for your family okay so there's a lot to cover so let's jump right into it so step one you need to open an investment account now this is pretty straightforward of a first step but uh, it's it's not directly straightforward because this isn't just an ordinary investment account what you're looking for is a custodial investment account there are many providers out there. I got some up on the screen here, but if you're listening to podcasts, some of my favorites as of this recording uh, is Fidelity, Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab. Uh, I mean, I've almost read the whole list. So you've got up here First Trade, Acorns, Trade Station, Stash, Interactive Brokers, E Trade. Like there's some other ones, right? There's a lot. There's a lot of, but, but and my goal is not to sell you on one of them or make you go with one. There's what is that 10? There's 10 on the screen. I just read off all 10. My, you know, some of the ones that I'm more familiar with and, and have, have seen success with Fidelity, Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab. No affiliation to me at all. But open a custodial investment account. What that is, is that you're going to be the manager of this investment account until your child turns 18, right? Like that's what this is. So you're going to open this investment account. You're going to make it a custodial investment account. You're going to put your child's name on it, so forth and so on. And guess what? You're the manager of it, right? You're the manager. Child's born and they already have an investment account. Look at that. Step one, you are way ahead of, I mean, I'll be honest, like I'm guessing here and making up numbers, but got to be 90%. A newborn child with a uh, custodial investment account already has got to be 90% ahead or ahead of 90% uh, of their peers. It's got to be, right? Brand new baby just popped out ready for that custodial investment account. <laughs> Anyways, pretty straightforward, but that's what you're doing here. All you're doing is trying to create this, this account to get started. Now, what do you do with it? I know it. You're, you're ready. You're ready. Well, it's pretty easy. So from newborn to age 10, you're going to get this thing kicked off. You're going to get it started. You're going to invest $25 a month every month for the first 10 years of your child's life, right? That's what you're going to do. You're going to invest $25. Like, I mean, like I didn't ask you to invest a hundred. I didn't ask you to invest 50. I didn't ask you to invest like this is less than a tank of gas at current prices, right? Like, I mean, $25 a month. That's all we're looking for here into this custodial investment account. And we're going from newborn to age 10. Uh, you're probably asking what, what should I invest it in? Well, uh, I, you know, this could be a large cap mutual fund. This could be directly into an S and P index, uh, look on Morningstar uh, to compare some of those, but what you're looking for 
uh, without getting to specifics of like, you should go invest your money in this without, you know, I don't want to keep this, this episode relevant for people to be able to look back at, but look for something with about 10 years plus of good returns, right? Nobody's having good returns in 2022. Uh, maybe some people broke even. Maybe some people had slight wins. But but look for something with a really solid history, right? Ten plus years of good returns, and and that's sort of where I would I would gauge that and ballpark that. But if you do this at the end of ten years with a roughly eight percent return, your child's going to have around forty five hundred dollars uh, in this account, right? And according to a couple surveys that I looked at, the average amount saved of most people in their 20s is $4,500, right? The average amount saved for someone in their 20s is $4,500. Your kid is 10 and already has that much, right? A decade ahead of their peers. You see what I'm saying? Like you've just by doing $25 a month for 10 years, you've literally set this child up a decade ahead of their, their peers, right? So I'm going to break this down. There's really only there's one method to do it. One, uh, the second way I'm going to look at is going to it's going to give you a little bit of uh, a couple extra benefits. But if you'll focus on this, this is all you're doing. So uh, I'm going to go over the easy method first. The easy method is this. You're going to continue investing $25 a month until your child's 18. So the easy method, the first one, the first way that you can do this is the easy method untouched, right? It's exactly what it sounds. You're going to invest pretty much to break it all out from newborn to uh, age 18. You're going to invest $25 a month. Then at 18, the child can now, you know, can legally have this investment account. So you're going to transfer into their name. Now, in this untouched situation, maybe they just stop investing and they just let it sit there. Well, lucky for them, all that that you built up for them, maybe they changed their mind along the way. I don't know. Uh, but maybe they want to start putting extra money as they you know, progress and get, and get further along in life and have great income. I don't know. But if they just happen to not touch this after you've invested $25 a month from age from newborn to age 18, your child would retire at age 60 with around $340,000, right? All you did was invest 25 a month from zero to 18. That's all you did. And they're already set up for success, $340,000. And they didn't put another dime into it, right? That's not saying that 8% return is going to always happen, but on average, that's kind of a good, a good starting point for that. Now, this is the untouched method, and this is only one method that I want to cover because let's be honest, if you're doing this for your child, more than likely you are teaching them some good habits along the way. And at a minimum, you can get them to commit to $25 a month from age 18 to 60, right? Age 18 to 60. If you can get them to commit to that, you, your child would end up with around $444,000 at age 60, okay? Around $444,000. So if you create some good habits and you created that, that, you know, that, that need for this account, maybe that was an easy sale and you're like, yeah, like all I need you to do. So, so look, you know, boy, girl, whatever, you know, uh, child you have, listen, child, 
Um, I've started this inv this investment account. I've got you up to three uh, uh, up to whatever it is. At that point, I think you're at like twelve thousand dollars or something is what they have in there. This is going to be three hundred and forty thousand dollars if you don't touch it. Now, if you'll contribute just twenty five a month until you know age sixty, this will be four hundred and forty four thousand dollars, right? Uh, is what's on the screens. So, you know, I'm just saying four forty to be uh, sort of general, but. This would be four hundred and forty thousand dollars, right? If you have almost half a million dollars saved for retirement just by you continuing to do that twenty-five a month, most people can afford twenty-five dollars a month. That's like a Netflix subscription plus your Amazon Prime subscription plus your Spotify subscription. You just hit twenty-five dollars a month, I think. I don't know. Prices change all the time. I'm not really sure how much those are, but guessing uh, that's that's kind of a good uh, starting point, but. This is the easy method where the child continues to contribute. So we had the easy method untouched. That is you contributing zero to 18, 25 a month. That equals about 340 at age 60, 340,000. The easy method where your child continues to contribute, that ends up being about 440,000. That's just from zero to 60. There's $25 getting added every month. And then you have this other one. And this is the one that makes a millionaire. This is where... Your child will contribute $175 a month from age 19 to 60. Now, if they do that, they will have over a million dollars at age 60. Okay. And you're probably like, well, whoa, my 19 year old is not going to be able to contribute $175 a month. Okay. I got it. That's very well possible. Now, there's so a couple of things you could do. Could you help your child continue to contribute to, to make up the 175? Listen, maybe you make a deal and you say, hey, I'll get I'll pay half of it, you pay the other half, but we got it, we're gonna get 175 in there a month, right? Maybe that's maybe that's the trick, right? I don't know. Or maybe they can only continue to contribute 25, but then it ends up being 50, then it ends up being hundred then it ends up being 175 but now it's going to 225 now it's going to 300 now it's going to 350 if they contributed from uh, age 25 they contributed 350 dollars from age 25 to age 60 it also equals a million so i'm saying all that to say just because at 19 they can't afford 175 the goal is to teach good practices teach good habits because they will earn more money they will have good financial habits because that's something that you instilled in them and they will start to make more money and be able to contribute more. 175 might be the bottom of what they contribute. Maybe eventually they're contributing like four or 500 a month and this million is now going to be 2 million. I don't know, right? All I'm saying is get this process started and there's so many options thereafter. If your child wants to leave it untouched, they still have $340,000 at age 60. So remember that. Now, that's the easy method. It's the easiest way to do this. Um, and it's, it's really just you just starting this custodial account and then contributing to it over time, right? It's all you're doing here to get this started. But you want to start this early. Every day that passes is another day that that money could have compounded. So you want to start this early. So what is that more complicated tax beneficial way? Well, at age 10 you could go ahead and start getting this into a tax beneficial account. Now, your kid's 10, so guess what has to happen for you to do this? They got to go to work, baby. Here we go. Your kids got to go to work because to open an IRA account, 
your child has to have earned income per the IRS. Okay. Now the goal here is we, the money at age 10, um, is, you know, about what was it? $4,500. So $4,500 is what you got sitting in that tax and that, in that tax, um, and that investment account, the, the custodial investment account, you've got that sitting there. Now, at age 10, and I, and I chose age 10, it's not, it, it is kind of arbitrary, but it's not. Uh, at age 10, your child is, is old enough to start to do some chores. Or, and, oh, I said chores and I, I messed up. To start to do things, and you'll see why I say I messed up. To start to do things uh, on a consistent basis that could be qualified as work. Okay, you can employ your child, but a allowance does not constitute earned income. A a uh, uh, them completing chores does not constitute earned income. What you've got to do is you, as a parent, have to figure out a way to employ your child now, because the goal here is that if they're going to earn income from you. You're going to pay them. You have to document it. You need to keep good records of you know what they did and how much you paid them, so forth and so on. It needs to be you know normal. Uh, what it would what you would charge to for someone else to come and can do that do that same service right, and you're just paying it to your child. But there are rules here, and you can't just can't just make stuff up right. So your child needs to work on a consistent basis doing something. Maybe they cut the grass every week, and you give them. Uh, $20 a week. That gives them $40, uh, or excuse me, it gives them $80 a month, right? And then they just need to contribute 25 of it to their investment account. And then they have the rest to play with, right? Because they earn that money. That's their income. They work for you. You just document it. And all of a sudden, they can create an earned income, which would qualify them for an IRA. So we want to get them, we want to try this, this other method is to get uh, move money out of the custodial investment account into a Roth IRA. And I'll show you at the end why this route is, is highly beneficial. Um, but it, it does take the, this extra step of you having to, to document and track and maintain records of how much you paid your child, how much they earned, what they did. There needs to be some consistency here, right? Like they, it can't just be that you just make something up and then they go and do it and you pay them. Like there, it needs to look like a job, right? They need to, it looks like, you know, they're, they're doing something for a living. They just, you're just the employer. So if you have questions on this, um, please talk to your tax professional, whoever your tax person is, please talk to them before making any of these moves. But the goal is to, we want to, we want to sort of get out of the custodial investment account because all that's taxed money. We want to move that into the Roth IRA after you've been able to set that up and get this started. But uh, so step step one is you to contribute twenty five dollars a month into a custodial investment, uh, the same way you did on the easy method that you saw on the screen there. But now what you want to do is you want to get that into a custodial investment account. So you'll take the the forty five hundred ish dollars. Talk to your tax professional, but we want to move that into that Roth IRA. So talk to the, talk to your tax expert to figure out the most. Um, uh, beneficial but legal way to get that money moved over and then let your kid go to work. So from, from age 10 to 18, your child's going to be employed by you and continue to contribute at least $25 a month. 
and that will that'll set them up for for this success but it's got to be a job and i can't stress that enough it's got to be a job don't just uh you know throw money in there for your child that's not legal so i'm not recommending it you need to create a job for your child and they need to show up to work work the job and get paid for work that they did okay so all that's being said from age 10 to 18 your child will be employed by you and continue to contribute at least 25 a month and then from 19 to 60 you they will do the exact same thing that uh, you do on the easy method the goal is to get 175 dollars a month into the roth ira and they will retire a millionaire so if they've got good habits and they're still earning money from being employed by you while they're in school or uh they have went on and they've already got a w-2 job well the w-2 job will constitute for that and they'll be able to contribute 175 a month into that roth ira account so uh, the goal is that they just need a job so they can contribute 175 a month from 19 to 60 at least and they will retire a millionaire if they were if they contribute 200 a month they will have well over a million if they contribute 300 a month they will have even more over a million you see what i'm saying so the good part about this is that uh, this is tax-free. You see me, I, the other one was called the easy method. This is the million tax-free. And they, the, the, the steps are the same. There's just that one little change from age 10 to 18 that you have to do to start moving this into a Roth IRA to get this tax-free. Now, if the child, if you waited, right, and you just continue to do 25 a month in the custodial investment account, switched it to their account right um at age 18 and then them get a job normally and move that's another option it's like a blending of the two I'm not saying you can't uh but talk to your tax professional because there are some tax benefits uh to your 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 child uh with those those the money in the in the custodial investment account so talk to your tax expert about the best way to move that if you're going to do it that way if you're going to blend the two methods cool do that too but there is something uh, that you're probably asking why would i do one over the other well it's pretty simple the million sixty two thousand would be this is based on a withdrawal of seventy five thousand a year uh you you lose about a hundred thousand dollars in value okay actually a little bit over that so you you just by it staying custodial investment versus you getting it into a Roth, you're in the end, if you did one or the other, by not getting that into a um a a Roth IRA, they would have to pay about a hundred thousand dollars in taxes on that money. Okay. So uh, just over a hundred thousand. That's based on a seventy-five thousand because pretty much you're gonna pay normal income tax rate of whatever you draw out. So if you draw out thirty thousand, yeah, your income tax will be less. If you drew out one hundred fifty thousand, it would be more. Just sort of try to find somewhere in the middle. But that's the benefit. One person, the the easy method, they're going to end with a million dollars but when by the time they take the money out and pay taxes on it it's not a million they'll never actually see all that million because uncle sam's got to get theirs too but if you do the other method the one million tax free your child your loved one will end with a million dollars that when they withdraw it they will see all one million dollars make sense 
Yeah, totally, totally a great idea. So uh, that that's sort of how this whole thing works. And I want you to know that this is something that you are in control of. A newborn's not going and, and walking their way out of the hospital to go straight to TD Ameritrade and open up their account. You can start this for your child. You can start this for your loved one and, and start getting this whole retirement phenomenon, this trajectory that we're on of people not retiring with enough money or people not being able to retire because they don't have enough money, right? We can change that together just by doing something as simple as $25 a month into these types of accounts, right? So I hope you can see how powerful this is. If you just get this started for your child, you will set them up for success. Think about how much easier it is for them to carry the torch in your legacy when you have put them way ahead of their ahead of their peers with just 25 a month. It's not too late to get started. If your kid is already 10, get started now. If your kid's 18, help them get started now. Like, don't wait. This is a golden opportunity for your legacy to be created and continued. As I stated from the beginning, I'm not a financial advisor, and this is used for educational purposes and totally was built off of math. So I can't predict markets. And I've looked at, you know, the history of the numbers, and that's where the 8% came up with. Uh, to be honest with you, many people look at 10%. I was looking at 8 to be a little bit more conservative. But please seek guidance from a financial advisor or tax expert before beginning this journey because every single person's situation is different. But don't wait. Get started today. Every day that you miss is a day of compounding that you will not get back. Now, if you are ready to take control of your finances and ensure you are on the right path to success, a financial coach may be what you need. Head on over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. Once you do that, you'll get fill out a, a quick contact form. Uh, we'll get a time set up and we will see if a financial coach is right for you free consultation doesn't cost you a thing only waste about 20 to 30 minutes of your time but it wouldn't be wasteful if your financial journey is shifted and moved into a positive direction as for your uh, another way to give back to the stream you can go to the financialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome uh financial mirror gear constantly new things are getting added I, you know, there's, if there's something on there that you, that you would like in a different color or whatever, I can see what I can do to, to work on getting that, um, uh, into the store, but just let me know, but schedule your free consultation today, uh, pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear, but I hope that you got a lot out of this episode today. I hope that this motivated you just enough to put you on a path to help build and grow this this new generation ahead of us i um, appreciate you tuning in don't forget to subscribe like comment and share if you are listening on podcast the five-star review and the written comment goes a long ways till next week continue improving the one thing you can control yourself peace well that wraps up today's financial mirror join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves change our mentality and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.